Hello, you're listening to the March edition of the Paediatric Research Podcast. I'm Charlotte Stoddart. In this show, we'll be finding out how quickly extremely low birth weight children catch up with their normal birth weight peers. On average, a healthy baby born at full term weighs 7.5 pounds or 3.4 kilograms. Extremely low birth weight babies are under 1 kilogram at birth, so these babies have a lot of extra growing to do. The majority catch up with their peers eventually, but researchers worry about the long-term implications of this catch-up growth. For example, does it predispose these children to diabetes or obesity? Maureen Hack from Case Western Reserve University in Ohio has been following extremely low birth weight children for many years. Her latest study focuses on a group born in the 1990s. I called Maureen and began by asking her how these babies generally do right after birth. Well, immediately after birth or during what's called the neonatal period, they do have quite a few neonatal problems like respiratory distress syndrome, which may develop into chronic lung disease, cerebral hemorrhage, infection, and these complications, together with the fact that they don't tolerate oral feeds very well, leads to poor growth during the initial period after birth. How much research has been done into how these children go on to develop, how quickly they catch up with children of the same age who were born at normal birth weight? Traditionally, they have really remained smaller. They do catch up, and that is a problem and not a problem, because catch-up in growth is important, first of all, that the child will be the same size as other children in school, And also, the catch-up is also catch-up in brain growth, which is very important for cognitive functioning. But catch-up growth can also lead to uh, metabolic risks like type 2 diabetes. So one has the good and the bad of it. Tell me about the paper that you've published in Paediatric Research. Well, this is part of a longitudinal study of extremely low birth weight children, that is children born less than two pounds or one kilogram. And in this particular paper, I was examining the growth of the children during the neonatal period and after discharge longitudinally at eight years and 14 years. And when you compared those children with normal birth weight children at different time points, what did you find? But at eight years, they were still significantly smaller in weight and in weight and height. Right, so at eight years, these extremely low birth weight children hadn't caught up with their peers. What did you find at 14 years? At 14 years, the boys grew more rapidly. At 14 years, they were still slightly smaller than the controls, but not significantly so, whereas the girls were still significantly smaller than the controls, even though the rates of obesity, which is measured by the BMI, were similar. 
Why do you think that is? Why do we see this difference between boys and girls? Well, we don't really have an explanation. In our population, we had fewer boys. First of all, fewer boys survived, and fewer boys came back. And the boys who did come back had lower rates of neonatal complications, like chronic lung disease. So they might have been a healthier group of children. Was that finding that by eight years the children hadn't caught up, but by 14 Mm. years certainly the boys had, was that surprising? Um, Well, previously, even by age 20, they were still significantly smaller. Uh, These children were born in 1992 to 1995. So that they were doing better in the 1990s. And my guess is studies for children born currently will show an even better growth. The nutrition of the babies is better. So they will, the rates of catch-up will be lower because they won't need to catch up so much. How exactly have doctors managed to improve the nutrition of these babies? Well, they start early with intravenous nutrition with higher proteins than the children previously got. And they also start earlier with oral intake. And if the children have less neonatal problems, if they're less ill during the neonatal period, they will tolerate early feeds better. And that is what is happening. Overall, then, from this study, what have you learned? Well, what I find most interesting, we looked at the predictors of this catch-up. And the neonatal problems, the illnesses they have soon after birth, only play a significant role on growth up to the second year, up to 20 months corrected age. After that, especially for girls, the most important factor is the maternal rates of obesity. So mothers who are overweight, maybe they'll feed the children differently, the environment will be different. And the maternal weight, maternal rates of obesity, are one of the major determinants of how the child will, will grow and become obese. So children with obese mothers are more likely to catch up their growth quickly and develop obesity problems themselves. Is that right? Well, we saw that, that the, in girls it was mainly between 8, year, eight and 14 years and mainly girls. Girls tend to have a more rapid increase in their BMI or rates of obesity. Now, what also finds is the catch-up in weight is greater than that of height, which predisposes to obesity as well. But what we found was that they're not not more obese than the normal birth weight-controlled children. They catch up to the rates of obesity that normal children have nowadays. What are the clinical implications of your findings? Well, the clinical implications of the findings are that um, these children, because especially the girls, because of the increase in their BMI between 8 and 14 years, are more susceptible to higher blood pressure and pre-diabetes, which is really glucose intolerance. But years later... Is there anything we can do to reduce these susceptibilities? Well, first of all, to try and prevent that they fall off in growth after birth. 
and that we are doing with uh, more optimal nutrition and less neonatal illnesses. So if they don't fall off so much, they don't, the catch-up growth doesn't have to be so great. Maureen Hack from Case Western Reserve University in Ohio. The paper by Maureen and colleagues is in the February issue of Paediatric Research and online at nature.com forward slash PR. I'll be back in May with more from the journal. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Charlotte Stoddart, and thanks for listening. Listener.